Hey, welcome back to another week of the Potom. Today we're talking about what defined our comedic uh, experiences as children. And going into today, also having a wine or cheese adventure at the end of it. You're not going to want to miss this one. Scott, Luke, Gabe are going to be the voices before you. And uh, me being one of those three already. So uh, strap in, swing daddy, because uh, we're going to get this one underway. That got me really good. <laughs> when they least expect it, they got a cheese block in their hand and a bear running full sprint at them. I really want. All right. All right so I really want to go to a college because I'm college age. I'll fit in fine with a clipboard and play wine or cheese with anybody that comes up to me. Just like, hey, we're doing a quick survey. Just looking to get a few questions. It's like one or two questions. It's nothing much. It'll take like five minutes. Uh, would you like wine or cheese? And then they, you know they get the obvious answer. And like, all right, so you're you're standing you're standing in a river, all right. You're you're with your your block of cheese. Uh, and in front of you are bears. Bears really hungry. They're, they want the cheese. They're coming towards you with the cheese. Uh, what do you do? It's like I guess I run. All right, so you start running. You 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 trip and break your ankle. Now you 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 let the cheese roll on down like, over the hill and into the river. You crawl after the cheese because you really want this cheese. And you get down to the river and you're like, oh, the bears are right behind you. You have no other choice. You jump into the river. But all the cheese, just the copious amounts of cheese in your pockets are weighing you down, sinking you to the bottom of this river. And, uh, you know, oh, there's like a friendly seal. He comes up to try to help you out and like try to get, you know, um, the, some of the cheese out of your pockets. Uh, do, do, what do you what do you do? Like, I guess I grab onto the seal to try to, like, help me upward. He didn't like that. He he, he starts biting you. He, he viciously starts tearing you apart, and you die in the river. And then, like, I swear, <laughs> if, if, this is, if this is a preview for what I'm about to go through. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm not going to recycle this bit. What do you, I'm, I'm going to need another shot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, would you actually be willing to do a man on the street bit? I would 100% be willing to do that. It would be amazing. Wait. You could just show up to BC3 this fall. Yeah. Because I could uh, recycle like, the story every time. Nobody Luke would be film. the wiser. Yeah, I could film. Also, I, I just realized I can't look at I can't look at e-girls while I'm drunk because I get sad. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Get a hold of yourself. Yeah, yeah I'd 100% be willing to go to like, any college They're that is requested. <laughs> well, yeah, but like some of them might be guys. You don't know this. Who's to say, really? Only time can tell. And, you know, if they slip up. Alright, just because you're Christian doesn't mean you're exempt for liking cat Oh, my women. friend's name is Christian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Christian. <laughs> um, did we let me make sure it's Let me make sure it's saved uh, this video and then... Dumb 11. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm good now. We can start the next episode whenever. We weren't already going? <laughs> I put so not? much energy into this. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'd, I'd be 100% down to go to like any college and just do main on the street. Like have you in the, like a, a seat in the distance. Have like lapel mic on me. <laughs> Put a lapel mic on the clipboard and I can just hold the clipboard towards them, you know. Go for it. You guys have like... seen that pay the toll video, right? Yeah, I have not. I mean, everybody has. <laughs> Everybody who's anybody has seen it. Yeah. It's really it's an, it's it's an Eric Andre bit. He's like, yeah. oh, is it the single the Cyclops like, bit? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. See, everybody's seen yeah. it. Oh. <laughs> Burn up. 
Alright, so, um, congratulations. Have we started? Um, we started? Yeah, we're starting. Okay, we started. Hang on, I'm gonna go eat a Mountain Dew. I'll be right back. Alright, so we're not starting. Hey, hey, Gabe, I just started. Just leave it go. He can. Right, I'm still fault. recording. I'm still yeah. recording. He can, he can edit through this, whatever. <laughs> so, I know we didn't really come to an ultimate point. That last topic, but like with the legacy characters, but like overall, was it still a good topic? I, I, I well, uh, I, I think maybe if if you if you framed it in a way that Gabe and I could play off of more, it would have worked a little bit better. But uh, that makes sense. Uh, we're talking about the sex scene in farce. Yeah, we're talking about sex scene. In farce. Well, obviously, we're talking about that game. Well, I mean, so that's whenever, awesome. yeah. whenever you go in for it, Luke. <laughs> Gotta go hard. <laughs> gotta go hard in the paint. Get pucks to the net. <laughs> no, so the the top was good. It's just um. Uh, Wait, what? The the, the I, I just feel like it needed to be framed a little bit differently so we could play off of it. Um, I'm sure if I was fully sober, I would have. Uh, I mean, you're pretty that. articulate for being slightly drunk. I'm. I've discovered this. I'm a responsible drunk. <laughs> I found this out. I, well, one I of the first night I ever was drunk, I straight up of my own volition called home and said, "Hey, listen, I'm not going to be getting home tonight. I'm drunk tonight. I'm hanging like, out with no. Jason." <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I. And then you did the dishes and paid your taxes. Yeah, and, uh, as, as you you're do. responsible drunk. I don't do tax <laughs> evasion. I just don't do my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was going to be my one liner start at the last episode, but I forgot about it. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll, I'll try to like, maybe not the next episode, but I'll try to bring it up again, but maybe try to phrase it better. Okay. I don't, I do, I do think it is a topic worth discussing. Sure. Yeah. Um, I know we both had an idea about comedy bits and I don't know if we'll have time. It's always time uh, to get into that, but but we should start if we're going to start. Mm. Where are you going? What do you mean? <laughs> Gabe. What? Gabe. What do you want? <laughs> no. Bottom, 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 <laughs> bottom. <laughs> what is that noise? You know what time it is. What time is like it? Like 7.30. Um, Almost. Yeah, it's pretty close. We're being honest. Yeah. It's like 7.30 on a Saturday. Regular, so a man regular. approaches you on the street, Gabe. Yeah, what is he, does he say anything to me? He says, I... Uh, he has a megaphone, and he's screaming at you to become a Christian. What do you do? Uh, Christian? Oh, but I'm a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows how to react to this statement. <laughs> you can't put me in front of anybody and expect, like, you know, me to give them a responsible response. <laughs> right. I'm realizing responsible is already a word. <laughs> you, get my, you catch my drift, Wood. You're so oh, responsible. <laughs> yeah, you're responsible. Yeah. I think responsive is the word you're looking yeah, for. Well, you yeah. know, you're, you can be, you can say words and make things happen and make sense, and you could still be a po- politician. So, um, here we are, episode like 73. Um, 
It's one so of those. 12. Yeah, it's like 12. Stop it's, gaslighting it's not, the audience. It's not that underage, but, you know, it's right there with the best of them. Um, okay, move you wanna, on. You want to... Wait, no, no. I'd rather he back up and explain himself. You wanna, Unless you're you in Japan, because the age of majority in Japan's 11. I thought it was so, called the age of consent. The age of majority? No, age of majority. Yeah, age of consent is whenever you can, like, do the thing. But age of majority is when you can vote. When you can drink. Uh, yeah. It, there's a slight difference unless you're from mexico so on, it's not that i don't believe you but i'm going to look that up <laughs> I'm, like, he doesn't I'm, believe you. I'm pretty sure i'm right i have like everything that i say has like a 60 percent chance of being wrong except for the 70 percent chance of it being right whenever i'm confident because <laughs> with enough confidence you just become more right um <laughs> what <laughs> what it, it, Am I am I wrong? I mean, it reminds me of the Adolf Hitler quote when he yeah. says, um, "If you repeat a lie long enough and loud enough, people will believe it." Mm-hmm. That's exactly that. That was an actual quote, by the way. Legal age is also known as the age of legal majority. This is the age at which a person gains the legal status of adult. Yep. And in Pennsylvania, the age of majority is eighteen. But there's also like other laws. Where you know, then you can become drinking, smoking, and all the other narcotics. Narcotics, narcotics. Anyway, (laughs) the age. So apparently, the age of majority is nineteen in Nebraska and Alabama, and twenty-one in Mississippi. (laughs) Everywhere else, it's eighteen. Alabama. Why is it so high in Alabama? That surprises me. I feel like it would be lower in Alabama, all things considered. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry if you live in Alabama, but you live in Alabama. Um, <laughs> it's your own fault. <laughs> uh, unless you were born there, you're there under your own volition. Unless you're like under the age of majority, which is 19, then you're not. It's. Oh, I thought it was 21. Is it 21? It's 18. It's 18. Uh. Unless you're under the age of it's, what Luke it's, said. It's 19 in Alabama, 19 in Nebraska, 21 in Mississippi, and Why? 18 everywhere else. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't affect my life. Do I live there? Not right now. <laughs> Do you have to live? I don't think you have to live there for that to be applicable, though. I think if you're just there. I don't know. That's a good question. Because like, if you go to Canada, you can drink it. I think it's 13. It's 16. It's one of those Let two. Let me look it up. It's one of those there's, two. There's a, lot, there's a lot of countries where you can drink at, like, really young. Like, I'm pretty yeah. sure in, like, Ireland and Germany, you can drink at, like, 13. Well, it's just a, that's a birthright. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I know in Sweden, or I actually don't know this, but I know in Sweden, you can, it's, like, 14. Or is that bar mitzvah level of age? According to Google, Canada bumped up their legal drinking age from 18 to 19. What? Oh, I oh, mean, that's outrageous. Man, we should start a riot up there or something. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> it took me a second. I mean, another one. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't actually do that. I don't want to be liable for any of this. Ninety uh, percent of the things I say on this show are for comedic purposes only, and the other ten percent are because the joke didn't land. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that disclaimer. 
<laughs> man, this, I want a t-shirt with that on it. Man, could that be the first pot of merch that we have? <laughs> All right, I really want that. Wait, to you mean you mean you want this? You want this as merch before Weiner cheese? Oh yeah, we could do a Weiner cheese design. It, I mean, that'd be so simple—just a bottle of wine and a, and a slice of cheese. Yeah, what's like a bite, bear bite taken out of it? <laughs> <laughs> like oh, a, a bear bite on the bottle. Yeah, bear bite taken out of both. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like the wine spilled onto the cheese a little bit. Yeah. yeah. All right, I got work to do after this. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. I can't wait to actually like buy my own shirt and like have like three <laughs> sales to the entire website, but it'll be three of them. <laughs> hey, that's more, more, three more sales than he had, right? Uh huh. So I want to pose a question to you guys. Okay. Wine or cheese? I mean, no. Shoots or ladders? Yes. Shoots. So a ladder approaches you on the street. <laughs> <laughs> I scream in terror and then climb it viciously. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so, get a hold of yourself. I'm trying, okay. We're six minutes into this, and I can't. <laughs> um, so comedy has always been very important to all of us. I've, and I didn't realize it was until you know, as we've been growing up, you know, I noticed that other people don't seem to care about it as much as we do. Not to say that. Oh, especially me. I don't think I'm particularly funny, um, but it, it it doesn't matter. Like comedy is, has still always been like what is funny is important to us, right? We can all agree. Yeah, Bo Burnham made a song about that. Yeah. Yeah. What is funny? I don't know. Maybe you don't um, I thought me. my jokes were pretty good, but I don't know <laughs> anymore. Um. So I have a question for you guys. What? Which comedians slash comedies inspired your senses of humor most? Hmm. So what what thing that you grew up with, whether you read it, watched it, listened to it, uh, went to a live performance, what was it that inspired your sense, like what created your sense of humor? I think for me, unless Luke has something that comes right to mind. I do. Okay, go for it. Okay. So for me, uh, definitely, the, the, there's two things that I can write off my, the top of my head, I can think of that defined my sense of humor, and that was classic Looney Tunes cartoons. Yes. Then Mel Blanc had his own radio show around the same time that like the Jack Benny program and like the Abbott and Costello show and the great oh. Gilbert they all had Mel Blanc had his own and that show very much like I listened to all of those when I was growing up like my my dad had found this uh, this website or service that allowed you to like download old episodes and like they, they had archived all those shows. Like I also listened to the old Superman series of radio plays that were done. And the Mel Blanc series definitely, um, along with Looney Tunes, very much were the foundation of my sense of humor. Like uh, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, hmm. I've stated on in other episodes of the podcast that like I have a very cartoony sense of humor. Like I love the kind of visual based 
over the top type of humor that was present in those cartoons. Yeah. But also like in in the the radio <laughs> show had there was this one character I specifically remember always finding hysterical and it's it's I admit it's very dated humor nowadays, but he was the character that was very much those like I hate my wife type of comedy. <laughs> yeah. So he it was just... hysterical. She like there was one bit I remember specifically he had where he would like Yes, my wife came up to me and she said, Oh, she had me this pie and she said, Eat it, it's good for you, it'll melt in your mouth. And and, and did it melt in your mouth? And he said, Well yeah, but then it hardened in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Was it concrete? I'm very confused. <laughs> <laughs> he was my favorite character in the whole show. I always waited for his bits. Like he had, to, like there was one running bit that he had every episode he was in. He's like, I don't know why I'm standing here telling you all this. It's just that I've got to go to the doctor. <laughs> he would say that every time. He would say that in like every other episode. Yeah. That's that's a funny line. That line alone, I never understood why it was funny, but I always laughed. And I don't know if it was because of his delivery or because, like, the line itself. I don't know. It was funny and it defined so much, like, it along with Looney Tunes. Like I said, like, the way Looney Tunes always kind of, whenever a joke seemed like it was going nowhere, someone would just pull, like, a mallet out of nowhere and just bash someone over the head. Like, I found that hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that, is, has, that has very much defined how I have kind of developed in terms of my sense of humor. Because like every time something like an improv bit or a comedy bit is going and like I don't know where to end it, my solution is always pull something out of nowhere and just bash them over the head. Because that <laughs> yeah. to me is funny. Well, that's yeah. relatable. That's how the universe is made. <laughs> um, yeah, I can. I've I've had the same thought. You know, separately. Like we have not talked about this before that I remember. So yeah. I, I've described your sense of humor almost the exact same way. I, I always knew I could make you laugh if in whatever bit we were going with that the main, the, the character I was playing just became an utter distress and screamed it out in a, like <laughs> a furious passion. Yeah. I knew I could get you with that. Like, and that's the same, like, oh, I have to go to the doctor. Like, somebody in, in tremendous pain, but they're, like, screaming out their pain in a funny way. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I could get you with that. So yeah, that's it. That's interesting that you describe it that way. I don't know what it is about it, because, like, a lot of the times it does, like... Like, I've noticed this even with like non the Looney Tunes or non Mel Blanc stuff. Like it's it's the delivery of something that can make or break something for me. Because like, yes. oh, I I don't know if I don't think I've discussed this. So I've not been diagnosed with this, but I'm almost positive I have like sensory issues. Sure. Like I I have like sensory overload or like. I I have like problems when there's too much going on or like when something sounds a certain way, like it sets me off when something happens. And like if it's delivered in just the right way, even if what they're saying is just like the dullest crap, yeah. it will get me laughing. Uh, yeah, 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 I can I can definitely see that in you. And I think, you know, it always made me happy because I knew I could push that button and it would always work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So what about I, I you, don't, I don't, I don't think I'm on like the autism spectrum or anything, but I definitely have some kind of sensory problem. I mean, I, on the other hand, think Makes I might actually kind of be different. on that spectrum. <laughs> uh, like the more I looked it up, the more I realized, OMG, same. <laughs> wait, wait, elaborate. Oh, hang on. Let me just look up randomly real quick. Um, thing. Autism. Let's see what comes up in the search. <laughs> Um, is thumb sucking one? All right, I have I have different questions now. How old are you? <laughs> um, uh, uh, hang on. Uh, this is a great bit, by the way, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> now we can cut it out. So I didn't mean to make this real. I know we were talking about comedy and everything. Yeah. Well, but what do you mean by sensory overload? Because I mean, you always seem to thrive or take pleasure in sensory overload i don't see how that's an issue for you is it well like go ahead gabe is it kind of like just there's so much going on that your brain just can't quite keep up and process it so it kind of shuts you down a little it, bit kind of thing? really depends it depends on the situation like i know i know you've talked about scott that like you've noticed when there's like four or more like conversations going on i can keep up with what's going on with each conversation yeah i was like, gonna bring that up yeah yeah, and like interact with each one like yeah that's one thing but there are other instances where like so i was in i was in florida like a year or so ago Why? for this oh you're gonna tell me <laughs> honestly that's uh, yeah, that's kind of my modern my recent reaction to florida uh, <laughs> why were you there but it, it, it was this um it was this like acting agency like talent showcase type of thing okay for the majority of the event, I was fine. Then they came to the award ceremony, which even when I was in like speech and debate and stuff like that, um, I didn't have a good time in because to me, like award ceremonies, they always boil down to like, hey, we're going to call the same four people up like over and over again to give them <laughs> awards. And it's just like, OK, we get it. They're good. Yeah. They're better than us. Move on, please. Yeah, but this one specifically is just like everybody the only I feel like the only way they could get a get like made aware that they were like pleased with the outcome was just screaming at the top of their lungs and I was, <laughs> it was just a miserable it was a miserable time for me the entire time because like one I'm getting <laughs> let down by the fact that nobody thought I was good enough to be called up so that sure. one that one is disappointing me and then everybody it's like screaming and just like going like, yes, you, yeah, you go, you do that. It's, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you can, you can make it clear that you're happy without doing this. No, so I like, must scream. I won the award. <laughs> my mom was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. I would make but, it funny, but you know. See, no. loud despair <laughs> <laughs> just made Luke laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can understand that. But like, yeah, no, like, I, like there was a but like behind, like someone behind me, like a row or two down, was just going, "Yes, you better oh, do would... it. You better do that." Like, yeah, you got it. I was like, "Oh my, shut up, just yeah. shut up." There's, I'm already dealing with everybody screaming. Like, even as even as young as the age of six, I can remember this being an issue for me. But, um, well, I don't think you're an exception. Oh, no, I don't. What you just described. 
No, I don't either. I'm sure plenty of other people have this issue, but like just the, the, like to put myself into like context. Yeah. This might explain a bit of like why I am the way I am. Okay. What awesome. But <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a character. Um, <laughs> I'm a character. <laughs> um Is that but, has that bit been explained before? No, why, we won't. Why I'm just a character. <laughs> oh, Luke's just a character. Uh, yeah, we, we can get into that. We can get into that okay. in a different episode. Yeah. But um uh, no, I've so basically my point is I've always kind of like the the way things sound and the way things are delivered has always been a major uh, factor in what I find as appealing or what I find as funny. So when you watch like Looney Tunes and like the like the way that a lot of jokes are are delivered no, like I think it. I think my sensory problems really explain a lot of why my sense of humor is the way it is. Well, first of all, I wouldn't call it a problem. And second, I forgot what the second one was. <laughs> I mean, I can, but yeah, I, I don't see it. Go, sorry, go ahead, Gabe. I can kind of see how you think like some of that links back to autism a little bit, but. Well, yeah. I think a lot of it boils down to. So my brother has been. Um, Straight up diagnosed with like ADHD. Okay. He has like he has meds to help it. And I realized like as he describes kind of some of the things that he experiences and he explains kind of his thought process. I realized, oh, I relate to a lot of that. So maybe <laughs> I have some kind of ADHD and I just yeah. have never been diagnosed. One thing that feels so weird. I, I don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. I think it's kind of weird with that kind and of like thing. My, like my mom and I have talked like even like as a kid when my brothers were crying, I would be like I would be screaming as like a response to it. Like I yeah, couldn't them deal with corner. it type of thing. Oh, okay. No, not, no, that not kind cheering of, like, them on like, in the corner. <laughs> uh, like horror movie screaming. Oh, uh, okay. So like we, we all kind of agree. Like I have some kind of mental like instability type of thing, but I don't I don't see it as like a hindrance. Yeah. Like I don't think less of my own personality because of it. It's just one of those like you know what? This explains a lot. I kind of wish this had been discovered sooner. Yeah. Interesting. Like I can kind of get that cuz like there's a few things that I do that people have mentioned to me that are on the autism scale I'm like that doesn't mean like anything like i have a really good memory for random things like how many <laughs> steps it takes for me to get from this seat to my car like i know that like i know how many steps there are on our staircase and like what the rhythm is you go up the stairs and such and that transitions into my sports casting i know how many shots each team has taken in a period in a game and i just know that really but, People have linked it back to autism, and I'm like, well, but this, they're just better than us. What do you want from me? It's Potom. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, oh, no, he I plays have... the violin. I must be yeah. autistic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I he can do, do math in I his do... head. What a guy. <laughs> I do think a lot of things, like a lot of things that are just normal, get prescribed to certain conditions. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're all reflective of that but at the same time it's just like i gotta i, I kind of gotta wonder like yeah is how i am normal 
I mean, everybody wonders that. Like, does everybody <laughs> see the random flares coming off the lights at night? No, is it just me? All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys looked up like r these random tests where they'll be like what everybody else sees and what this condition sees? And you're like, oh, my gosh, I have the thing. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I, how. I don't look those up because I feel like a lot of those boil down to the same deal as like WebMD, where like you Google <laughs> one thing and like you go long enough and eventually they'll tell you you have cancer. And it's just like, what? No, I don't. I already know my Zodiac sign. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> God. Gabe. Gabe. What? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Capra candy corn. What are you telling me? <laughs> I play. What's the, what's the, what's the dance? You put like your foot in, and then you take it back out. Pokey pokey. I have hokey pokey. <laughs> I thought you were gonna talk about DDR first. Yeah, I couldn't remember what that game was called, so I substituted it out <laughs> for something else. You couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the smartest person. All right. <laughs> My it's, phone's it's dead. The hokey, it's the it's the hokey pokey played by a leper colony. You know. Yeah. <laughs> See, Put your it. left arm in, and you leave it there, and <laughs> your left leg in, and you come back for it later. And I was going to send you guys, like, examples, but my phone's dead. Um, oh. Keep your phone plugged in 24-7. I do not. Rookie mistake. Because <laughs> I never leave the house. <laughs> it's bringing it up. <laughs> so, so good. <sighs> So, Gabe, what, what is... I started the climbing the ladder. I climbed the ladder <laughs> to a T. I don't prop well, it on anything. I just get to the top of the ladder, and I look at all the short people and laugh, because short people shouldn't be alive. Just like that Randy Newman song. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so, what was your biggest comedy inspiration? Well, I really liked uh, Bob the Builder. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like he really put uh, instilled good values in my life. Are you? Um, yes, we can fix it. Yeah, tell see? that to my tell that to my life, Bob the Builder. <laughs> like, can I like, fix my marriage? You, you can just ask that question about anything, and you know you have like emotional support behind it. Like, can I can I wake up in the morning? I can't, but Bob thinks I can, so I can. You know, it's he just keeps me going. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I blacked out because I knew it was gonna take a while for you to get to the whatever end <laughs> that trail was going down. No, they, they they did a they did a reboot of Bob the Builder. I know. I hate it. It's, it's awful. It's like the blue. What do you mean it. you hate it? You watched it? I haven't watched it. <laughs> but I hate it. Are you gonna answer my question? Oh, what was the it's question? Not, it's, it's, it's <laughs> My mind was already on an answer before you said anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of that comedy. What was, yeah, your your biggest comedy inspiration, like um, a movie, a specific comedian. I think being. Um, or this is like an actual answer. All right, don't expect like a punchline at the end of this. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like being exposed to like youtube in like 2006 really affected you know how i perceived jokes like the numa numa guy was like my embracing into the internet mm. and it was very strange because it was at my friend jake's house that i used to load trucks with at fedex very strange story there we'll get into it at some point not today but <laughs> um 
Yeah, while we were building the house that I live in now, currently, um, there was a next door neighbor, Jake, little, little chubby guy. Um, and we'd hang out every time I would come over to like, you know, my dad would work on the house. I would play with him. You know, we do whatever we play lightsabers, you know, he introduced me to Star Wars Battlefront 2 when it first came out. Dude. Um, he's the reason I bought a PlayStation 2. He's the reason I got into Star Wars Battlefront and I now a god at shooters. I don't play shooters, <laughs> but I'm a god when I do play. <laughs> but like like through my relationship with him, he he was the first like step onto the internet for me because we didn't have internet like back whenever I was younger. So it was like we we'd go over to his house and watch YouTube videos. And his first one he showed me was the Numa Numa guy, and that will forever be like a, a core memory of my life. And then that transitioned into like the crazy frog and like the Fred videos, which weren't really that great, even at the time. Um, but, but when in 2006, you were six. So I feel like that yeah. was acceptable for you to watch I, Fred. It wasn't way though. To, way it to was dox his age. No, I was born in 2000. People know this. Um, <laughs> but like, it's just even back in the, like, I couldn't stand annoying orange. I couldn't stand Fred, like even as like a six, seven year old. Now, I was the tar- target demographic, but somehow other people liked it. I don't understand it. But anyway, yeah. but internet humor, I think, took precedence over everything. That and SpongeBob. Because, like, I forgot about SpongeBob. I think all three of us kind of grew up with SpongeBob. To I an did extent. not. All right. Well, some of us. I actually wasn't allowed to watch SpongeBob till I was eleven. <laughs> I was never technically allowed to watch SpongeBob. So you're still to this day. You're making your mom mad <laughs> when we watch SpongeBob. <laughs> this day i have never specifically received permission to watch spongebob or any of the things i watch i don't think i have either i think i just kind of started watching it and an adult so like whatever (laughs) (laughs) jokes on you mom i'm watching hannah montana (gasps) boom i'm getting the best of both worlds but also yes (laughs) (laughs) i've been in a really hannah montana phase recently like i don't know what it is Excuse me, but I've been like going back over her music on Spotify and the the fact that I remember some of the lyrics kind of scares me. See, I was allowed to watch SpongeBob, but not Hannah Montana. I wasn't either, but like, you know, Hannah Montana's hot. Yeah, maybe they didn't want to awaken anything in you. The material. What? (laughs) Don't worry about it. Just keep going. (laughs) Don't linger on this. The materialism of it. I don't know. Could be. I'd have to ask my parents. I'm not sure why. Zach and Cody was a big one, though. Yeah, to this to this day, I genuinely don't have any like. I cannot explain why my parents allowed me to watch certain stuff, but not others. Like I wasn't yeah. allowed to watch SpongeBob or Zach and Cody or any of the Disney Channel stuff, but we were allowed to watch the X Men movies where they blatantly say the F word in like every movie. Yeah, that always confused me. So I, I never understood why one was okay, but the other wasn't. Yeah. I, yeah. So my parents were very strict on what I was allowed to do and what I wasn't allowed to do, which I, I'm behind that. Like, I don't, like, I, I think that's how you should raise your kid with restrictions like this. Like, I wasn't allowed to watch SpongeBob because of all, like, the, the innuendo in the show. Like what? Bikini uh, Bottom? Bikini Bottom, mean? Sandy Cheeks. Um, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's just... It's 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 there's a lot. <laughs> the fact that SpongeBob, the fact that SpongeBob blatantly has like full on R rated sex with Sandy in one episode. Yeah, they like just start making out with Patrick. Like that was a crazy episode. What? My favorite one though. But like you know, um, 
Uh, man. You don't do that. I'm screwing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't. I saw the beginning of that show. I just, I'll send you the DVD. Yeah, you know, you know, you know the episode where like SpongeBob is in Sandy's house and he's not allowed to have water. Yeah, yeah. that's all just one giant tease. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, <laughs> all right, so moving on. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just like a wombo combo of everything that I've like partaked in as a child. Like Zach and Cody is a big part of it. Um, Zeke and so Luther. you don't see one standing above nah. the rest. Uh, it, okay. it all like oh, that's just fair. jumbles together. Like Tim Hawkins just jumbles together, and that is what I find funny now. Like I don't get the whole sheesh. Like I don't I don't relate to those kids yeah. at all. Like not even I, I'm the same age as them. I don't understand it. Um, although I have found but, myself doing that a couple of times, and it is kind of funny. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the closest the closest thing to one of the modern trends that I've actually been like myself genuinely entertained by was like yeet. Sure. Yeah. Again, that's, that's because that's like, like it's six so... years ago. No, and that's the closest <laughs> okay. thing to a modern trend that I've been like into because like it's loud. It's Looney Tunes. Yeah. Yeah. You just throw something. You just go yeet. Sure. See, does, that's does, funny. Does the sub to PewDiePie thing count as a modern trend? I mean, that was just kind of, it was a bit, yeah. Anymore? What do you mean? No, not anymore. I mean, it's been yeah. over for two years, but... I would um, consider that to be, you a know... modern trend. Yeah. Right, so I guess that would be my most recent one. I, I, I got really into that, and I thought it was funny. Yeah, I still <laughs> occasionally put that in random places in the league. <laughs> and people will find them and, like, DM me about it, like, hey... How old's the website, by the way? When was the last time you updated it? It says sub to pews on your staff page. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you should, by the way. Um, <laughs> Down with T-Series. Yeah, like rickrolling people. Like that was, it's, that's still random hyperlinks on the website. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Like I, I kind of, I kind of fall more into like the more modern memes because in my friend group, that is who I am. <laughs> That is the role I've decided to play. Like anytime someone mentioned the word among us, I freak out a little bit and I start like overextending with the joke and it becomes funny at some among point. Us. You know, just like, among us! Among us! you know, kind of something like that where it's real loud, really high energy. And, you know, people seem to enjoy it for some reason. So it's I have to do it. Yeah. He's sus! He's sus! And I start like foaming at the mouth and I like just need to play among, you know. <laughs> Are you basing this off of that one comment we got on one of the podcasts? <laughs> oh, the Morbing comment? That, that's such a good copy pasta. Oh, no, there's it's, another one. Oh, one is of there the previous one? episodes got a got, One of the previous episodes got a specific comment about, like, Among Us has ruined my life. Yeah. <laughs> Can we read this? I haven't, I haven't no, heard of this. Can there's we? language in it. No, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it. Is it on, on the bottom? Is yeah, it Morbing time? I can't remember which. 10? I'm gonna go back to 10 and see if I can find it. I want to read this. I have not read this. I need to know what you guys are talking about. Literally my favorite wine or cheese challenge yet. Baron Noise is my new spirit animal. Thank you. Does <laughs> <laughs> this start when I was 13? The fitness grand uh, pacer test is a multi-stage aerobic capacity test that progressively gets more difficult as it continues. Replies. The 20-meter pacer test will begin in 30 seconds. Line up at the start. The running speed starts slow but gets faster each minute you hear the signal. <laughs> a single lap should be... Alright. Why does this one have all the likes on it? Do we... Wait, did I... I think I told them to do that. Alright, never mind. 
<laughs> you did. Have, have you ever pushed a beach ball underwater? What happens? It pops back up. Have you ever pushed a baby underwater? What happens? The baby dies. <laughs> My gosh. What on earth? Stop. Yeah, that's uh, Reynold Ryan's. Yes. Yeah. Stop posting about Morbius. I'm tired of seeing it. My friends on TikTok I send me memes one. on Discord. It's funny. It's it's just a bunch of memes. It's all it's all on a server, right? All these in all these channels were just the Morbius stuff. It's all Morbin. It's Morbing. It's I I I I showed the ratings for Morbius to my girlfriend, and she said hashtag Morbius sweep. It's Morbing time. I looked at a picture of Venom and said it's Morbing time. I looked at an infinity symbol and I go not as high as Morbillion. Ah! <laughs> oh my gosh. What is this? I don't get this meme. <laughs> have you have you not seen the uh, the the Morbius memes? I've not looked at memes in a hot. So second. in so in, in February in February of this year, I believe a movie called Morbius set in the Sony Marvel universe, like the same universe as the two Venom movies that currently exist, uh, came out, and it was called Morbius, and it had been delayed, I think, like two and a half years. It was initially announced for like a 20, what, a 2019, 2020 release, and it just kept getting delayed, and it finally came out, and it was so bad. Like, it was, it was 2000's Daredevil starring Ben Affleck as Daredevil <laughs> bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, people were just memeing on it and just calling it, like, the best movie ever. It is. And, like, and, because, yeah. Uh, so it was Jack's Films emoji movie all over. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And I don't know if you knew about this, but, like, the other day, they re-released it in cinemas because they thought the memes were out of genuine love. <laughs> and, it, and it bombed twice. That's crazy. Made history. It's crazy. It's Mormon time. It's Mormon time. That's really silly. <laughs> the majority, so sad. The majority of the memes are just, like, it's just a regular story. And then, like, in a point of, like, intimacy or, like, huge action moments, plot points, it's just they throw in Morbing at some point in time. Like, I was with my girlfriend yeah. last night, and she whispered in my ear, it's Morbing time. And it's just stuff like that. It's, it's, that's all it really is. But it's so funny. I, I saw a really great, a great trend. trend. Great trend that I've seen online is people doing fake, like, theater leaks of people, like, recording the movie on their phone in the theater, but, like, they're fake. Somebody did a video where they photoshopped Morbius into Venom 2 <laughs> so that Venom, Venom like suited up and was ready to face off and then Morbius went, it's Morbin time and then got ready to fight and then Venom just like freaked out and just ran away and then they edited in like the audience standing up and cheering. Yeah. It was so funny. <laughs> Alright, so uh, the DVD logo meme I can get behind. This one seems a little too weird for me. It's really stupid. It, yeah. it basically, it's basically the equivalent of the internet just bullying a movie into fame. I mean, yeah. there's there's some of them that are really funny. Like, there's this one where, like, there's just like these two guys standing on the street, and one goes <laughs> like, <laughs> right? It's so funny. It's crazy. And one goes, <laughs> stop! I'm trying to hold it together. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't pick him. I know where you're going with this. Joke. 
And like the one's Luke, one's not. The one that's not Luke goes to him, would you like wine or would you like cheese this evening? <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Which will you uh, choose? I will, I, I will take wine. You will take wine? Is this because I mentioned wine accidentally earlier? <laughs> Oh, it's because I'm tipsy and I want more alcohol, right. so I'll take wine. Okay, so um, the plot of the story is you are trapped in a caged box. It's about five feet in each direction. Um, it's locked with a padlock outside, so you can't really break it open easily. Um, two men are standing out in front of your cage beside a large tent uh, with their backs turned to you. Um, as you look around, you see that beside the cage, there's a little box, like a little wooden box, with a stick leaning against it, and on top of it is a deck of cards. What will you do? So to be clear, the, the the cage is not like hanging over anything. No, like no, this it's is on, the ground. on the floor. Yeah. Okay. Are there any like sticks or twigs inside the the, the cage? No, but you can reach like the box that's next to your cage that has the stick in okay. it. Okay. Okay. Remind me again. What's what's what am I what am I able to reach? You're able to reach the. There's a small wooden crate that's off to your right side of the cage. Like if you're looking at the door, it's off to your right. There's a stick leaning against it and a deck of cards on top. Okay, I reach for the deck of cards. You grab the deck of cards. Okay, now I have the deck of cards in my hand. You possess the deck, yes. Okay. <laughs> deck of cards I, required. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I yell over to the guards, Hey, you guys want to see a magic trick? They look over, and they like, like, Yeah, alright. And they like both kind of meander their way towards you. They're about like five feet away at this point. They stop. Okay, uh... I, I hold up the deck and I say, uh, pick a card, any card. So uh, the man reaches in and picks out a card. Okay, I say, um, is your card the five of spades? What the f- <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how you were able to read my mind. <laughs> but yes, 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 yes. How, how does this magic trick work? <laughs> I'm very confused. Simple. I, I am I am magic, and because I am magic, you must let me go. Haha, <laughs> that's a good one. I don't. Know, that's not happening. And he like he gives you the card. Okay, pull back. another. Pull another card. He pulls another card. He looks at the card. Okay, if it is the five of spades, you must let me go. Is this whole deck just the five of spades? He like puts it back <laughs> on the deck viciously. <laughs> <laughs> was your was your card the five of spades? Maybe. You must let me go. No, no, boss man won't let that happen. Does your boss man have the five of spades? I'll go ask, and he like leaves, <laughs> and his like friend follows him into the tent. Um, so you're all alone. While they're gone. While they're gone, I attempt to use the cards to pick the lock. You're unsuccessful because <laughs> it's a card. <laughs> you rolled a one. You rolled a one. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I roll the card up into like the size of like a toothpick, and I use it to like try to pick the lock. All right, fine. You're ch while you're attempting to pick the lock, three men emerge from the tent. One that is seven foot tall, and the other two that you saw earlier. They come to the cage. The, the The large man grabs the padlock and rips it off with the door with it. Sets it off to the side, and he goes, "You, me, go in tent." And he like picks you up by the waist and throws you over his shoulder. <laughs> I say, oh, threaten me with a good time. <laughs> oh, I will. It's <laughs> just meander is like swaying back and forth with each footstep because of how massive this man is. He, like, like isn't going. he starts to go inside of the tent. Um, uh, you, you try to overwhelm him, but you can't because he's just too large. Um, you notice how hairy this man is. It's very strange. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, he pulls you into the doors of the expansive tent, and as he leads, like carries you down the tunnel, you can faintly see, you can faintly hear some roaring coming from, you know, the exit of this like little tunnel way. Um, and there's a stage set with a table and two chairs on opposing sides of the table. As you enter past the entry tunnel, the roar of the crowd rushes over you, and the excitement fills the building with energy. Um, as as they start like. Yeah, as they continue to carry you towards the stage, you notice on the other side of the stage is a scrawny man, like slowly, like limping towards, you know, the the, the table on top. Um, I, I I kicked the I kicked the stumbling man in his shins. No, no, he's like he's like thirty feet away from you. <laughs> you can't do I, I this. Run up to the, no, I run up to the, the stumbling man. man I, still has you on his shoulder. You cannot overpower him. He's he's big. <laughs> You are constrained physically from doing this. <laughs> so they get you up on the stage. Um, you're standing in front of the table in the two chairs. The scrawny man sitting across from you. Um, in front of you are two wine glasses. Or two wine bottles and two wine glasses. Um, and announcer steps onto the stage. Um, I, I wanted to let Scott play this role, but I kind of needed to pull the plot forward. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right son i've seen countless people come in here and countless people die here you have two options one you can fight this man all ufc style or you can try to outdrink him what will you do i i, I try to outdrink him are you sure this guy's been here for months and hasn't lost very much i've been here for years and haven't lost <laughs> all right suit yourself <laughs> And so uh, the announcer turns <laughs> that's around. What that's what I say to all my customers. I'm a very lazy tailor. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, the announcer turns around. The event you have all been waiting for, drinking from the champion's seat. He's been here longer than the tent itself. He's consumed things that would have killed legions. The man, the mince, the Leroy, the destroyer. And the crowd, like, <laughs> roars in, you know, yeah, excitement. Yeah, yeah. You know, Scott I'll was there, proud. too. <laughs> <laughs> and now, trying to win his freedom, drinking in the challenger's seat, hailing from Losersville. I forgot to ask his name, so we'll just call him Craig. Give it up for Craig! <laughs> and everyone, like, um, Woo. Scott was the only one to cheer. <laughs> 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 the crowd's just staring at him as he, like, stands up with Craig written on his stomach with paint. <laughs> <laughs> and I shrink into myself. <laughs> you shrink down into yourself and sit back down. <laughs> Gentlemen, this contest will consist of five rounds. Each drink will become more challenging than the last. Let the best man win. And the announcer leaves the arena. Um, the man, the scrawny man, sits down across from you and stares at you. Uh, onto, onto the stage steps a medium sized bear with a referee shirt on. He, he reaches out to pour a glass for the old man first, and then he turns and does the same to you. I look at the scrawny man and I say, you know, if this were really a challenge, you'd take both of these drinks at the same time. <laughs> you look down and both drinks are empty. <laughs> the bearer reluctantly pours another one and like stares at you while he does it. <laughs> uh so uh, yeah, what, what, what's your uh, what's your next course of action? <laughs> uh, I, I look at the uh, I look at the audience and I say, "Do you really think that drinking only a single drink at a time is enough to test our metal? I think this man should drink both drinks." You look back at the wine bottle is empty along with his cup. 
You know, Luke, uh, let, me, let me just give you a word of advice here. <laughs> Gabe has the power to make his characters invincible. <laughs> whatever he's trying to Yes, but he doesn't always remember that fact. So the fact that you reminded him has yeah. just decreased my chances of winning. The arena of invincible bears stare at Scott while he reminds the narrator what is possible. <laughs> Wait, am I going to die and lose a little <laughs> Scott straights back into his seat. <laughs> kind of covering his Craig paint. <laughs> Oh no, I don't like this story. I didn't want to be here. <laughs> the bear next to you just kind of like, his stomach grumbles a little bit. <laughs> All right, Luke, what will you, uh, you got a drink in front of you. Help me, Luke. Can I have a drink in front of me now? Does, yeah. does my opponent have a drink in front of no, him? No, he drank the first bottle of wine. I think he's done. He's qualified to move on. Cool. Wait a minute now. What are the qualifications he's to move gonna, on? He's going to finish the shot glass. That's all there is. There's five okay. rounds. I, I dip my finger into the drink and taste it to see if it is in fact poison. It tastes like fox pee. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I look at the bear and I say, you know, you're refereeing this whole thing. That means that you're supposed to be an adequate judge of this whole thing. I don't think we can say if you're a good judge or not unless you take a drink as well. <laughs> the bear grunts at you and pushes the shot glass back over. <laughs> I look, at the bear I, I look at the bear and I say, well, now it seems like you're just dodging the question. <laughs> he goes, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, he goes, grr. <laughs> Sorry, I got the dialogue wrong. <laughs> uh, I take my IRL toxicity into account and take a shot. All right, so you drink, you down the drink pretty easily. It's just like, it feels, tastes like water until the aftertaste hits you. Then you realize it really is just fox pee. So, um... Mm. Uh, I demand to see the fox that peed in this cup. <laughs> the bear plops a red fox on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and goes, grow. <laughs> the bear goes, grow, not the fox. The fox also goes, grow, now that I think about it. I, so, I, I um, grab the fox from the bear's hand and throw it into the audience. <laughs> Scott catches oh. it. <laughs> Uh, oh, my lap. So uh, the second drink is poured. Um, you know the scrawny does, does man. Does the second drink? Does the second drink uh, taste of fox pee? <laughs> no. Okay, what does it taste of? It tastes like literal poison. <laughs> oh, okay. I push it over to the other, uh, to the other, to the scrawny man's side, and I say, "Listen, you've still not proven yourself to me. I feel like you should take both shots." He kind of stares intently at you, not saying anything, not moving anywhere. He just sits there. Are we having a staring contest? Because I feel like I can win, and I just stare deeply. He hasn't into his blinked eyes. this whole. He's been staring at you this whole time. Hasn't blinked. If you want to commit to this the, bit. <laughs> I, I, accuse, I accuse the scrawny man of being high on crack. <laughs> he doesn't confirm nor deny it. He just keeps staring at you. <laughs> I look at the bear referee and I say, is this man high on crack? He goes, grr. <laughs> As you look back, his shot glass is empty. Uh, being able to speak bear, I notice that the bear has uh, said, yes, indeed, this man is high on crack. And I look at the man and I say, you're not a fair competitor. And I punch him in the face. <laughs> the man dodges. <laughs> <laughs> because of his crack highness. Yeah, because he's living like seven years in the future because of crack. <laughs> That's how it works, uh, right? Flip, it does uh, here. I, 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 flip the, I flip the table over, scream out into the audience, PARTAY! 
am attempt to crowd uh, crowd dive. Suddenly, ropes come up around the arena. The announcer steps back onto the stage and, and uh, you know signals for the referee ju- or the referee bear to step to the side. And he, uh, the referee, uh, not the referee, the, the announcer goes, all right, change of plans. Looks like he wants to fight him. And so as you, <laughs> as you like break your eye contact with the announcer, you look back into the corner and the scrawny man is already suited up with boxing gloves on. And he's getting like warmed up by like his crew in the corner. You look back to your corner and there's Scott with his crank on his stomach. <laughs> he's like, come on, we got to hurry. Like, hurry, you're, you're going you're gonna to miss the fight. We got to get you ready. And, uh, so you have two options here. Do you accept Scott prepping you for the fight or do you go it alone without any of the without the gloves? Uh, I accept Scott prepping me. All right, Scott, uh, prep him. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, you ever heard of bobbing and weaving? And only, <laughs> only, um, only in the movie Cars. All right, yeah. So you gotta, you gotta just, just like in Cars, you gotta turn, turn right to turn right. <laughs> to, right. <laughs> to like, oh wait. Referee uh, Bear just goes grah. What? <laughs> translating to what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, um, all right. Uh, do we do we have? Uh, excuse me, referee bear. <laughs> do we have any uh, boxing gloves for for my uh, competitor here? Bruh, he looks at your hands. You were holding them. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm also high, but not on crack. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's lace, let's lace you up, buddy. All right, you ready? All right, you're you're all, all right, laced uh, up. Can you could you could you possibly put a brick into these boxing gloves? I don't have one on me as I don't what ta- often. What are you talking about? What are you bricks. talking about? This stage is made of brick. Just pull one up. All right. Well, smart guy, why don't you <laughs> do it? <laughs> I pull up. Two, I pull up. I pull up two bricks from the stage and put them into the boxing gloves. Oh boy! You don't know what's written. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, well, I feel like no training that my limited skills could give you would help because you've already cheated. So you're, you're ready. You're ready, Luke. Um, I, I feel like what I did was circumventing the rules. Oh, uh, no. And as, as no, as no rules were provided, I feel like nothing I did was considered cheating. So I feel completely vindicated in this outcome. Uh, I, I can neither confirm or deny whether that is the case, but I, uh, I'm just looking for an escape route at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, the bear grabs and throws the table out into the crowd, where it is promptly demolished by the audience, hungry for hungry for blood. Um, the table? Yeah, yeah there the, was a table. The, the, That's where all the shots were. Yeah, the wine table. Oh, okay. Um, and so, um, Shoot, I didn't flesh this one out quite as much. We'll wing it. We'll, we'll do a live. It's the bottom. You said wine was the one you wanted to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. So you stand back up. <clears throat> uh, Scott likes kind of slinks down back over the ropes. Um, the announcer steps back onto the stage. There are only five rounds. If the man survives, he gets his freedom. And if Craig doesn't die, I guess he. <sighs> Let's just let him fight. <laughs> And like the, the crowd roars again, and they're all like, and then they're like bears, and like, and then there's Scott. <laughs> um, and so the announcer steps out of the ring, referee bear puts his hand out in front of the two fighters and goes, 
the scrawny man like slowly like you know one step at a time walks forward as you know just just think of darth vader but without all the intimidation factor um do you want to play him aggressive or do you want to play him like kind of like just defensive to see what he does i'd like to call tag team rules no, 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 no. <laughs> you look back and Scott's already consumed. Not literally, just he's inside the crowd of bears. That's a later problem. <laughs> no, no. So Scott's inside the crowd. Um, referee bear looks back to your corner, looks at you like you're insane, seeing that there's nobody there to tag in. And, you know, the, the scrawny man and you're slowly getting closer to you. He's about right center of the ring as you're still in your corner. Uh, I go for a this is Sparta kick. He grabs your leg. <laughs> I, I detach my leg from my body, hopping on one foot. I go for a punch to his face, which is now exposed because he's holding my leg in both hands. He hits you with your leg. <laughs> <laughs> he sends you stumbling back and throws your leg back to you. <laughs> I reattach my leg and continue the fight. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the referee bear, seeing no issues with this at all, <laughs> thinks it is just normal for humans to have detachable limbs. Let's the fight continue as is. Um, uh, I hold one hand up in defensive mode, outstretch the other hand, and go, truce? The man punches you in the stomach. <laughs> You can feel like the sandwich you ate earlier, like before the episode, is like kind of like jumble around in your stomach. Okay, I projectile vomit into the man's <laughs> eyes to blind him and proceed on an aggressive assault. He screams in agony, <laughs> screaming out <laughs> profanities not suited for this show. <laughs> you, you start onslaughting him with your brick filled gloves, blow after blow. And as he falls onto the ground, the referee breaks it up because that's boxing Yay. rules. He sends you back to your corner, starts counting for the man on the ground. The man gets back up, wipes off the blood, says he's good to go, and then continues to walk forward at you. Oh, what are my options? I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going off whatever you say, man. <laughs> have, I, have I become too chaotic? Have I thrown this story off its rails? No, I just didn't finish this story. <laughs> Dead wine was the one you wanted to yes, be. Yes, but I didn't know how it was going to end. I had three endings. This is not any of them. <laughs> uh, Scott is now crowd nice. surfing in the distance. <laughs> as the camera. Okay. Um, this is a of claws. <laughs> Okay, as, as the man approaches, I sweep the leg. You sweep his leg, the referee bear breaks it up again. He, he tries to explain to you that this is boxing and legs are not allowed to be involved, but it all just comes out as because he's a bear. <laughs> oh, is that why? And so um, the scrawny man, slightly upset now because he just wants to get the round over with. The bell rings before he can do anything. And so now you're sitting back in your corner. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the crowd surfing stops and puts Scott right back in your corner of the ring. <laughs> I use tap out rules. <laughs> Scott has entered the arena. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, the scrawny man just stares at you guys while this all happens. He never breaks eye contact. I um, hand Scott the brick filled boxing gloves. <laughs> Look, I feel like there's been a misunderstanding, Mr. Scrawny Man. The I don't, bell rings. I don't, <laughs> he can't no, hear you. <laughs> <laughs> the 
the scrawny man gets up to his two feet and starts briskly walking forward with vengeance in his heart. <laughs> okay. What are your thoughts currently, Scott? <laughs> um... Um, as you continuously uh, just go, um, 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 punches you in the nose. (laughs) I I turn to Scott, I turn to Scott outside of the ring and I say, punch his legs, he's not allowed to use them. (laughs) I, 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 I punch him in the knee. Um, let's see, I have this, hang on, let me find where this is in my notes. (laughs) Uh, you, oh, this was accounted for? Yes, this was actually. I was going to put you into a scenario for it. Um, so you punch his knee, it buckles a little bit, and he goes down on almost onto one knee, but he catches himself as to not, you know, tap out for, for a bit. And while he's down there, he returns with an uppercut punch to your gut and, make, and you know, stumbles you back into the ropes. <sighs> um, pour a Capri Sun over Scott's brow. <laughs> <laughs> referee That's bear hit. Referee bear, uh, yeah, kind of referee bear grabs luke and throws him into the crowd and he starts crowd surfing <laughs> as he's passed around continuously um yeah, you're cornered you're cornered in the boxing ring the scrawny man like right there he starts winding up a punch what do you do I'm giving you reaction time here. <laughs> uh, I, I, I matrix duck his punch. You do that, actually. We'll, we'll go with this line. Um, yeah. So you matrix like the back back bend past um, past his punch. And while you do that, you spring back from the ropes and land a punch of your own that sends him back a few feet. Um, him not liking that. Um, spits out some blood and. Um, you know, actually gets into a fighting stance now. He he has his hands in front of him. He like oh, slowly man. like half steps towards you as boxers do. And uh he goes for a right hook. Now it's okay. <laughs> respond. I don't know. <laughs> uh so uh, based on the, the spacing between us, I'm imagining I have just enough room to back up and avoid the right hook yes. and counter with a left jab. You do that. He said he's get he sends himself backwards a little bit, little brick implants in his left cheek. Um, as this happens, he like puts his hand up to his face, sees sees the blood, and now he's angry. <laughs> <laughs> he he sprints at you. And tackles you into the ropes. The bear referee grabs him up by like his hair and like <laughs> like handles him back to the center of the ring and like starts like grunting towards him. Meanwhile, Luke screams in the background as he wants to be not manhandled by the the bear audience. Bear handled. Yeah. And um, you know, he resumes the fight. The man comes running at you again to try to hug you, but the bell rings. The bear pushes him back into his corner, and now Luke and you are back in your own corner of the ring. Luke, how could you just do that to me? How could you push me out of the ring and just throw the gloves on, which is impressive, by the way. I don't know how you lace those up that fast. How could you just portray me like that? I mean, for the lulls? <laughs> The bell rings again. I I don't have time to tag her back in. The man's already behind you as you're facing Luke. He starts wailing on your kidneys before the referee bear can get to him. The referee bear grabs him by the cranium and throws him back onto the brick floor. Um, 
And he goes back over to tell him, you can't do that. But it all just comes out as... Uh, you know, you and Luke still have it like broken eye contact for whatever reason. <laughs> My kidneys are pulverized. <laughs> you hear from the audience. You want to know who else? Oh. <laughs> That's, That's, two That's two for two. <laughs> God, we rate them the timestamp. Three forty-six. <laughs> Neither have been me. Let me just say that now. Let's say like 12. All right. Sensor. Um, shoot. I forgot where I was. Crowd yells. So the crowd. Oh, <laughs> you hear from the top ropes. You want to know who else has kidneys? And he like he like jumps over like the bears as he like steps on each of their faces and he lands down in your corner. He goes, my mom. <laughs> You and Luke just kind of look at him like real confused. We certainly do. Yeah. Uh, what? What is? What's your name? Who are you? My friends call me Frank. Well, you can call me <laughs> Frank. <laughs> is that your name? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's long for fur, and short for Franklin. Well, nice to meet you, Fr Frank. Yeah, when? that's my name. No, it's, that's the long version. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what is this character? I don't know what to do with him. The man starts beating up from behind again. <laughs> he hits your kidneys left and right and left and right. Oh, my kidneys. <laughs> you, you cry out, my kidneys, oh no. <laughs> he goes left and right and left and right and left and right. <laughs> The bear grabs him again and sticks him back. The man runs back at you, left and right and left and right and left and right. Uh, <laughs> I don't Is know there any mulligans in boxing? I don't think so. There's <laughs> mulligans in boxing. No, there's not though. There are. You're bear country. A chance to punch. <laughs> <laughs> no, your back's still turned. You're trying to figure out why Franklin's here, and Luke is kind of playing cards with them. But little does Franklin <laughs> know, they're all the five and spades. <laughs> <laughs> and they're playing go fish by the way that's i forgot to mention that anyway <laughs> with the same card <laughs> luke's winning a lot <laughs> so you turn around and he starts punching your stomach left and right and left and right and left and right you push him off of yourself and as he starts running back to you what are your course what's your course of action um <laughs> i don't the, 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 there's no path to success here. This just continues until I right get eaten by the referee. Right. You took too long. You left and right and left and right. Uh, you start to crumble under the fatigue of taking shots left and right and left and right, and as previously mentioned. Um, all right, I counter one of them and return with an uppercut. I don't know. You counter one of them and return with an uppercut. He continues to punch you while you've sent him airborne. Left and right and left and right. None of these are connecting. He's in the air. Left and right and left and right. <laughs> Think of like the, the things in Toy Story where you have the boxing ring and you're smashing the button. It's kind of like that. Rock he's, rock just, rock rock he's, he's just going Rock'em Sock'em style in the air as he flies back. His toupee has fallen off. Um, and as he hits the ground, um, seemingly unconscious, 
The bear walks over to him and starts counting. Oh, after I. And after he gets uh, after he gets to nine or whatever that is in bear Latin, the man springs back up and stares at you. He like taps his gloves. He's ready to go again. All right, I tag Luke back in. Luke rushes on. You you just you don't even like actually. You just grab him, put him back in the <laughs> ring. You slink underneath with a hand of five of spades in your palm <laughs> in your like glove hands. And um, so yeah, Luke balls in your court. The man's staring at you. Um, I look at him and I say, "Have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise?" <laughs> the man looks shocked. <laughs> I say, yes, he has. I say, I thought not. It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. <laughs> he looks even more shocked. <laughs> what has this story become? <laughs> and in his shock, I punch him right in the face. <laughs> You go to step and punch him in the face, but while you do so, your foot lands in a random hole that was in the stage for some reason. We can't figure out why. There were two bricks missing. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and you twist your ankle, and as you hit the ground, the bricks kind of like crumble away, and you can peer down past what is the stage, and you see a pit of bears like trying to climb off of each other to get out. <sighs> the scrawny man looks down at you. Says, why, yes, I have heard the tragedy. But yours is going to be a bigger one. And he punches you straight through the bricks. And you go down. As he reaches reaches his hand down, I grab his and pull him down with me. You both die in the bear pit. (laughs) Scott in the corner. Craig, no! (laughs) (laughs) He, like, just sits there sad. Alone. At least I have Franklin. Craigless. What's Franklin? You want to hang out with Franklin? I. All right. <laughs> Scott seemingly to win every round of Go Fish that they played afterwards, because he knew what Franklin did not, and that is every card was the same in that deck. And that is the end of this edition of Wine or Cheese. Well, I didn't die. So I, I a bear comes win. out of the nowhere. <laughs> 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 and stomps on you. You are now dead. <laughs> that is the end of this edition of Wider Machines. You know what? I accept that. <laughs> I was going right, to let you well. live, but you know, you're just a side character in this one. <laughs> no survivors. No. Franklin dies too. You, uh, you, you both get smothered by the crowd audience that rushes the stage. I thought the audience no, was no, no, bears. Different. Yeah. There's still an audience. What's a group of bears called? A herd? About the bird, up, 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 bird, bird. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we've we've done something. Yeah. I don't know what it was yet. We but sure it, we, did. We did it. It is eight thirty. Wow, I I meant to wrap that up way earlier. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I'm sweating. All right, well, uh, we got our wine or cheese in. We got some farce in. We didn't do any farce. Yeah, we did. We we did in the last episode. Yeah, we did in the last episode. We record these kind of two at a time, so to us, these sessions kind of blend together for context. And we haven't stopped recording since episode nine. Little do you guys know, I just showed up, and it's like 3 a.m. right now. 
Now, see, that is not true. Yes, it is. But far be it, far be it for me to ruin the illusion. See, ninety percent of the things I say on this podcast are jokes. The other ten percent are just ones that didn't land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you all for joining us. Uh, if you have any recommendations or ideas on how uh, bears could kill Luke and I, uh, I'm sure Gabe would not love to see him because then he'll feel like they're not his ideas. But um, I will use them. <laughs> and, and if you were able to follow everything that happened in these last two episodes, uh, linked below are the numbers for several mental institutions. You might want to check yourselves in. Yeah. Um, All of them affiliated with our organization. That is definitely real. Right. Yeah. And not just Scott's phone number three times. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Scott's worried <laughs> a little bit <laughs> anyway thank you all for joining us we appreciate all of you except for you and you know who you are Ryan didn't invite me to your wedding unforgivable if you think we're talking about you specifically you're right especially if your um, name is Ryan right unless never mind <laughs> Oh, I almost doxed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think yeah. I saw Brian at Ryan's wedding. Really? Oh, I miss Brian. The hug Brian. Yeah. Hug him? No, I don't think he recognized me. Savage. Oh. Yeah. I made the same noise when I found out too. <laughs> He's a simple man with simple life goals. Unless you try to quantify, the- yeah, to hug. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah. So I, I think this just leaves us with one question, Gabe. With me? Yeah. Uh, Luke, do you have any thoughts? Uh, if you used like the stars as a connective <laughs> dot, um, I, I bet you could make a butt. I'm sure you could. You know, that's a really good <laughs> observation. Uh, it's Buttocus in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> See and be fearful. <laughs> Wait, is that why they call Ero- it a full moon? <laughs> er- Eroticus and Atticus. <laughs> oh, no, no, hang on. Anatomicus. Uh, you know, Luke might be onto something here. All right, we've cut long ago, I hope. <laughs> now we're still going. <laughs> Little do you know. <laughs> we're not. All right, that looks like that's all the more time this week we have for the pod. I'm tuning in next week, next Wednesday, every Wednesday, every Wednesday. We're doing Wednesday stuff. We're doing it on the pod. We're talking about things. Make sure you're not going to miss it. Mark your calendar. Tell your kids. Tell your your, your wives' mothers. Uh, tell your, your kids' mothers as well. We're doing this on a weekly basis for now. But uh, with that being said, we'll see you guys next week. Hope you guys have a great afternoon, a great evening, and a good night alongside with the rest of your week. Uh, hope, you, uh, hope you're hip to the Jive Swing Mama. And uh, see you around. <laughs>